Why do teachers use questions in their instruction? There's so many things that stimulate questions in our life, aren't there? What is the power of a question? And how can we benefit from the power of questions? I wonder if that's what this series of questions is all about, that the Lord has for Cornerstone. Thinking of teachers, do you find this to be true? Do you uh, agree with the thought that comes from John Milton Gregory, who was a, uh, a minister, and then he became the president of um, the University of Illinois, as we know it today. And do you agree with what he says here? The object or event that excites no question will provoke no thought. Questioning is not, therefore, merely one of the devices of teaching. It is really the whole of teaching. What do you think about what he's saying? Is it really true that for every truth there is, there's some question that would lead us to that truth? Is really learning all about simply finding the answers to questions? It's a provoking thought, isn't it? And even though it might not be an absolute, it has a lot of things to consider, doesn't it? What are some of the reasons we use questions? Did you experience this already today where someone asked, how are you? Are you wondering if I was asked that question today? So sometimes, do you use questions to get to know another person? Often we have questions for God, where God asks us questions as a way of getting to know one another. Doesn't God? 
in the scriptures, we find some questions uh, like this, haven't we? Um, what is his name and what is his son's name? The scripture is asking that question of God in order for us to receive the question God's about to ask Job. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? If you recall the story of Job, you'll re realize that it really comes to a crescendo as questions from God put things in a good place. What a, what a powerful way for God to reveal who he is, isn't it? But back to Proverbs 30, verse 4, who has established the ends of the earth? I wonder why God is asking these questions like this. Doesn't he know what he has done? Doesn't he know everything about us? I wonder if it's he asks us questions for us to get to know about him and about ourselves. Uh, did the Lord ever ask you a question? That's really a great, intimate privilege, isn't it? Think of it, God asking us questions? wonder if he has a unique personal interest in each of us. I wonder if it's related to the intimacy that Justin was talking about. Where when he asks the question, it's to get at truth. And he's inviting us to share what is true. Is that possible? Have you uh, noticed how Jesus used questions? People would ask him questions, and he'd turn around and ask them a question. Kind of challenging, wasn't it? He especially touched the hearts of people with and his disciples and open up to us a wonderful insight when he asked the question, but who do you say that I am? He had asked the question before, uh, who do people say I am? Then he made it very intimate and personal. Who do you say that I am? After Peter's failure, his denial, of the very one who was asking him these questions to reveal himself to him. When they met on the seashore, Jesus asked the question. Not so much for information, did he? But for restoration, it seems. Simon, son of John, do you love me? 
Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Who do we say the Son of Man is? Who do people need to recognize the Son of Man is? Questions that help us clarify the purpose of our life are helpful, aren't they? To what extent do you have a sense of purpose for or in your life? That's a question we face over and over throughout life, isn't it? Have you asked the question, why, to get at the reason behind what you do, why you do it? That is one of the ways that we learn to discover the purpose of God has for us because of the question that doesn't go unanswered until we find its answer. How can questions help us, especially if we pause and let them sink in? if we pause and let them work in our mind, in our heart, how can questions really help us know the direction God has for our lives? Have you found, like I have, that questions do not go away until they are answered, answered well. That's the benefit I found of asking a question, even if we don't come up with a complete answer right away, or even if a person doesn't want to respond to it, or even if they choose to ignore it, a question has that power to keep on working, digging and exploring and it's like parched land. It doesn't go away until it's satisfied. Have you noticed that? That's the power of questions, isn't it? Let's think about the communion experience that we are about to have, and it would be helpful to prepare our hearts for that, wouldn't it? Sometimes questions are leading, aren't they? Shouldn't everybody be nice to one another? But usually good questions are leading us to have the liberty to make a decision without necessarily going down the path that someone else might be leading us. And that's freeing, isn't it? But thinking of communion, uh, what what makes communion, the communion experience, especially meaningful for you? Is it receiving the very nature and life of Christ through his presence as we meditate and reflect upon who Christ is and what Christ has done? Or for you, is it recognizing 
the body of Christ and how we're in this together. Or is it receiving that blessing as people who serve us speak to us of what this means and resting in the reality of that? Perhaps it's remembering what Christ did and experiencing that personally for you, for me. Which of these perspectives, or more than one, are you anticipating today? Which of these is the Holy Spirit nudging you? That's for you. Whenever we gather and hear the word of God, whether in a sermon, a message, or in a Bible study, or whether it be gathering or personal, what, what question do we need to address? What question is right there in every one of those instances? What question do we often neglect that it would be helpful to look at at that time? Well, Francis Schaeffer asked the question this way. How then shall we live? He was getting at application or, ap or practice, was he not? I found it helpful to ask this question. Perhaps you do too. What shall we do? with this truth? Or even stronger, what will we do with this truth? What will we do with the questions that Jesus is presenting to us today? What will we do with the drawing and the wooing of the truth that is before us? Will we recognize the intent Jesus' questions, the intent of his declarations, the intent of the Holy Spirit prompting, speaking to us. Will we and are we ready to be truthful as well to the Lord? you're interested in my thoughts on that, I really hope so. If we're not asked this question at the end of every worship service here at Cornerstone, would you be willing to ask the question yourself after every gathering at Cornerstone? As we continue our reflections, will the worship team come and be prepared to continue ministry with us? And will you join in prayer?
Heavenly Father, thank you for the questions that you have placed into our hearts and minds, even from a young child, for us to discover who you are, what life is all about, and in the context of that, who we are. We pray that you would guide us by your Holy Spirit to respond to questions and pursue questions foremost about you. And secondly, as the second commandment states, to pursue the questions about our neighbors as a way of loving one another. Thank you for the Holy Spirit putting into our hearts and minds the questions that we are to ask others that they may be affirmed, they may be instructed, they may be encouraged, they may be guided. Thank you for speaking through us, even in ways we don't realize, by simply giving our heart to inquire, to learn, to enter into relationship with others. Today, as we continue our meditation, as we enjoy <clears throat> the work you have already done in our hearts and lives, as we enjoy the rest and the peace in this place, in this gathering that your presence has given us, thank you for questions. We embrace this series of questions that you will be asking us and that you are prompting us to ask you. And we look to become more and more intimate in the deepest possible knowledge with you. And in light of the one who has asked questions so wisely, so skillfully, we pray. As we prepare to approach the table and commune together, 